There are countless real estate agents worldwide, but very few are truly successful. If you want to make more money, build your clientele, and experience true success as a real estate agent, Chasten J. Miles is ready to share the tools, tactics, and secrets with you. Join him now on the Power Unit Success Cast. What's up, Paula? You in your office? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, your mic sounds so good. Where'd you get oh, a new mic? It does sound good. I'm so glad to hear that look. Oh my gosh, it sounds so clear. Does it? That's awesome. Good to know. I feel like it sounds better than my. Like, how does my mic sound? Does it sound clear? Like, it sounds crystal clear. Okay. Wow. And it, and it, and it's not even like right in front of your mouth either, is it? It's no. It's like all the way. It's it was back. I just moved it just now a little bit closer, but yeah, it was back. It's a Yeti. Brian told me to get it. I asked him what kind I should get. He yeah. said, get a Yeti. Yeah. That's what I got. So y'all, I want to, I want to share with y'all. So Paula just recently opened up her, her own branch office out in Florida. I went down there for her grand opening. It is awesome. Like, and, and that's phenomenal that you, I mean, it's like you did that in record time. That's, that's so <laughs> good. Um, share everybody like, like what that journey was like, what that, you know, how you feel now and all that. Okay. So I had a lot of resistance towards within myself to make the decision to do this. I was um, very, very resistant. I just felt like, you know, I'm with EXP, it's virtual. I have an office in my house. Like, why do I need to be, you know, we have Zoom, we have all this technology where we could still meet. I could meet with clients in other places. Like I don't have to have an office. And it was the expense, the price tag, it was the commitment, the two-year lease. And it was all those things that were scaring me. And already being in a sales job where you sort of live on, in a sense, on the edges, you know, where it's not a nine to five, where you always get your paycheck every week kind of thing, you know? So the future of, okay, what's going to happen six months from now, I don't have deals on the board that last six months, right? So it's the unknown of where the next paycheck is going to come, so to speak, to, to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but anyway, to, to say that, yeah, it makes sense to go ahead and do this. I have it all planned out, you know, all my finances were good. And, but Brian kept on telling me, he's like, your business is going to grow. If you do this, your business will grow. The business will come. He said, you're getting in your own head. And he said, you have the money to do this. He's like, don't tell me, you know, so we, we had other conversations. He's like, you have the money to do this. I'm like, all right. So, um, so I went and I started looking and I finally, I finally did it. He convinced me to do it. And I, this has been the best thing ever. I mean, first of all, from my, from my family life perspective, it's so awesome and amazing. Right now I have a, um, an Apple uh, desktop, right? I have only one. So I have either I had the choice. I had a laptop, but I wanted a, I had a choice. I either leave the computer desktop at home or bring it to the office. Well, obviously I want to bring it to my office, right? So I brought it to my office. Well, guess what? Now my, my desktop that had everything on is no longer in my house. I now have time. I'm back to like being the old me where I feel like I have time to chill with my daughter you know, because I don't have that computer dragging, dragging me away from my family and my family time. 
Because in order for me to get to my computer, I have to leave my house and go to work, go to my office. So that just from a family dynamic standpoint, it has been amazing to have a separate place to go to, to focus. I feel like I'm getting more done and I'm more productive because I don't have the distractions from being at home. I don't know if I'm talking too long on this topic, Jason. I apologize. Okay. Um, I don't have the distractions from being at home. I am way more productive, way more productive. I've, I've got, I just put, I had a listing that went under contract last week. Um, I have a new listing that's I'm getting signed today, which I'm going to brag about that in a minute. Cause I have to story to tell on that too, if you don't mind, <laughs> couldn't wait to tell you guys about this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, the office really, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Good, good. So, um, you're all moved in, you're all set up, which I love how you pointed out about that computer thing, because that's something that I actually did a couple of years ago. Um, at home, I had the full-on setup. I had an iMac at home, then I had a separate computer at the office and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And I completely subtracted all of that from where I live. So it forces me to go to the office, like even when I when I, when I work at home or I try to work at home, I can't. Like it's it's not the same setup. I don't have my screens. I literally only just do quick little things at home where I'm you know pulling out the the laptop. But it makes a huge difference. Yep. It makes yep. a huge difference. Yeah, I don't think I'll even get a computer you know, at home, or if I do, I may not get an Apple. So it's not, it's purposely now all tied together. You know, it might be just for something to go on the internet, you know, kind of in a pinch, I need to go onto the MLS or do something, but otherwise I don't see a purpose to have my full setup at home. I don't want to duplicate the office at home. Yep. How has it been for your, for your business partner or for your team member, whatever? True. Oh, he's, he's loving it too. I mean, he's, he's being more, more consistent, making his calls. He's in there right now doing his calls, doing his thing. Um, you know, we have, we implemented, um, our power hour here at the office. (laughs) So we got that going on. We do hours from two to three, um, two to 3 PM. And um, I don't know if it's the same thing as what, but because I was trying to remember. So we basically, Drew and I met and we pr- kind of just tweaked it to meet our needs. And so like on Wednesdays, for example, I know that this was not part of your power hour, but on Wednesdays we do luxury hour. Mm. So everything that we do is to target luxury listings, whether it's cold calling for luxury listings, calling builders, luxury builders, um, trying to get into the door to like schedule video tours and things like that. It's all 100% luxury prospecting one way or another. So we have a theme for each day and that's what we call during, during our power hour. Yep. So I'll just run through my theme days, right? Yeah. So that everyone who's listening and, and watching will know what these are. So power hour is essentially shutting everything down and just hitting the phones for an hour or two. I recommend if you're a newer agent, two hours, if you've done deals, you can get by with an hour. So Monday is the is the new leads day. Uh, no, sorry. Monday is the VIP day. So that's where we are calling our VIPs, our important people, people who you wouldn't mind sitting having a conversation with. These are people who you want to be inviting to lunches, inviting to dinners, strengthening those relationships. Okay, so that's Mondays. Tuesdays, you're going to call all of your current clients. So this is your update call day. And 
it's really powerful because we know how hectic this business can get where, you know, our phones are blowing up and um, every client wants an update. Every, everybody wants to know what's going on. Even though you just called them yesterday, they want to know what's going on today. And having a specific day to do your client update calls, that creates structure in your business. Okay, and this structure starts from the very beginning when you are sitting in that listing appointment or you're sitting in that buyer consultation, you let them know Tuesdays are when I do update calls. You're going to get a call every single Tuesday with an update on what's going on in the transaction. Now, your job as the agent, however, is you want to get an update from all of the parties involved. So your lenders, your title company, appraiser, inspector, insurance, whoever is involved with the transaction at that time, you want to get an update from them. So that way you can take that to your client and provide them with a full on update of everything. Sometimes, and I've seen this happen over and over again, you know, the lender will call them saying one thing, the title company will call them saying another thing, then you get on the phone with them and they're like, oh, but the lender told me to do this and I had to do this by this date. And then it's the first time you're, you're hearing that because they didn't communicate that with you. So you want to make sure that you are on top of it at all times, even if it's just to give them a reminder, hey, don't forget to send the lender that signed document. At least you know about that. So you're going to provide a well-rounded um, update call to your clients. Even if you just called them the, the day before, this Tuesday update call, it has structure, okay? You're letting them know what's going on now. You're giving them an update on all the different moving parts, and then you're giving them an update and you're informing them of the next steps. So it has structure to it. Even if you just call them the day before saying, hey, we had a showing, it didn't go well, whatever. But this Tuesday call is that structure call. Wednesday is your hot and cold leads, which Paula said her and Drew made it into a luxury Wednesday call day. But this is the day that you are calling your hot and old leads. We all have hot and cold leads, okay? If you spoke to somebody a year ago and they said they're gonna be ready in six months, that's a hot lead. If you spoke to somebody in the open house this past weekend, that's a hot lead. If there's somebody in your database, you don't know how they got in there. They maybe went to your website at some point. That's an old lead, okay? You always want to call these hot and old leads because I'm going to tell you in real estate, whatever agent makes contact with them when they are ready is the, is the agent that they're most likely going to go with. So this needs to be part of your follow-up game, all right? Thursdays. Thursdays, you're going to be calling your past clients your past clients, anybody who you've closed a sale for, anybody who you've closed a lease for, any referral partner, I mean, any, any referral client that someone's given you, all of those, you're, you're calling to check in with them. Even if it's just two clients because you haven't closed a lot, you're still calling to check in with them. And then Friday, that's going to be new business. So your referral partners, people who you're trying to get business from, builders, you want to you get builder clients, right? Keep in touch with your builders, keep in touch with your referral partners, insurance agents, wedding planners, all of those people who can potentially send you business. That's that day. Okay. You're going to be the business person on Fridays. You're doing B2B phone calls. So business to business phone calls. All right. If you do this effectively, this should take up your, your, your power hour. This should take up that whole hour. Now, what's important about this though, you need to have lists for all of these contacts. Your VIP list should constantly be updated. 
all right? Because somebody's gonna send you a, a referral. Once they send you that referral, now they're on your, your VIP list, okay? Your referral partners are constantly updated. If you notice that somebody hasn't sent you a referral in a year, which all we ask for from our referral partners is one referral a year, just one in 12 months. If you notice that they haven't sent you one, even though you've sent them business, you've kept in touch with them, all right, it's time to recycle them, replace them with someone new. All right, so all of these past clients, you're constantly closing deals. So that past client list is constantly updated. So keep these lists updated. You know, I, I keep them in a binder, literally in a, in a binder with paper, okay? Because I'm constantly updating these lists and use these theme days to build your business because they truly work. All right, so that's the theme days. Every single day, power hour, hitting the phones, okay? Tell us about your listing that you just okay. got. So before I do, can I tell you one okay. thing that yeah. I, I did on during power hour, yeah. just to share an idea. So I am getting, when I call, um, when it's the new business day and I'm calling vendors, I was calling and asking them to send me um, a 15 to 30 second video about their business so that I can include it, that video in my weekly newsletter that I send out. So now in my weekly newsletter, I have a featured business partner and boom, I have a video of that, that person in there. That is phenomenal. And you know how I see that working very well is when someone reaches back out to you says, Hey, who is that guy that was in your video? Or who is that, that lady? And now you're able to, to do a warm referral to that person. Right. And then also when I'm talking to them at the doors, like door knocking, I, and I'm getting their email, I can say, you know, I send out these weekly newsletters and oftentimes we have roofers that are in there talking about their business. And so it's not just about me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. So, That's a great tip. Y'all yeah. should write that one down. It's a great <laughs> so, um, okay. So my new listing, I wanted to share this because this was um, really powerful. I had a referral from an EXP agent and she had, somebody had tagged me in it. She was looking for an agent in Lakeland and it was a, she was looking for a strong listing agent. So I replied back. I told her, um, I texted her and I told her where I was. And she asked me like, if I had a business website, blah, 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 gave her my details, told her I was on a national team, told her I was, you know, a branch EXP manager, you know, had an office here in Lakeland and she did the little heart emoji. She loved it, whatever. Didn't hear from her right away. Day or two later, she replies back, Hey, I just sent you over the referral agreement. Um, this was for her, um, her own parents. Right. So I call her parent. I'm thinking, you know, making the call. I'm like, Oh, this is a shoe. And I got a listing, right. That's how I was going into it. So I get on the phone, talk to the dad, elderly man. And he says to me, um, hey, um, yep, would love to meet with you. He goes, I'm also meeting with Renee Butler. Well, as soon as he said that name, my heart went into my stomach because Renee Butler, for those of you who don't know, in Lakeland in my market, she's a top, top producing agent. She's been in the business for 25 years. Um, she's probably closer to their age category, right? So there you go, like some rapport building already established maybe with these old timers. Um, she's, I looked up her stats in the MLS. She had done $20 million in gross sales since January of 2021. And she had 90 units sold. So I looked at that and my heart just went into my stomach even more. So I'm like, all right, that sucks, you know? So I'm thinking this was a shoe in but now I'm getting interviewed. So 
and Renee is not with EXP. So the daughter was researching. She wants to make sure her parents are in the best hands possible. So she obviously did her own research. And even if it was outside of EXP, was willing to go outside of EXP. So Renee's interview was on Saturday and I spoke to him, you know, at midweek and I had said to him, you know, if you would just promise me you won't sign with her. Um, I'd love to meet with you on Sunday. I said, promise me you won't sign with her until you, until you meet with me as well. And I'll call you on Friday, you know, to confirm our appointment. And so I called him on Friday. We were still good. Um, I reminded him once again, not to sign, you know, he didn't or he said he wouldn't. I get a call from him on Saturday after he meets with Renee. And he said to me, Paula, he said, you know, I, I didn't sign with her. I just want you to know. And he goes, but my wife and I spoke and we pretty much well decided that we're going to go ahead and go with Renee. Um, you know, I said, oh, I said, well, I said, if you don't mind sharing, you know, what was it about Renee that made you feel that you wanted to go ahead and sign with her, you know, right now? And he said, well, she's a, somebody that we feel we can trust. She's a good Christian woman, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, sir, I don't, I don't mean to make your decision more difficult, but I want you to know that I think that when you meet with me, you'll find that I too am a good Christian woman and somebody that you can trust. So um, I said, so I would really still love to meet with you at, on Sunday at 7 p.m. So I did. I met with him on Sunday at 7 p.m. And I got home and 10 minutes later, I got the call that they're going to list with me. It's phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was super excited. Super excited. Do you know what did it? Do you, do you know what it could have been? I think it was because I was a school teacher before. And to be honest with you, because the wife is a teacher. And I think we, I, when she, I heard her say principal, I keyed in on that word. She said, my principal. And I said, you're a teacher. And she said, yes. I said, I used to be a teacher. And so we started talking. So we immediately established rapport right there and made a connection, which is so obviously important, you know, when you're sitting in a listing appointment to somehow establish, like I, I was tuned into making sure I established rapport. And I just want anybody watching to know that even before I went in on this listing appointment, when I heard the name Renee Butler, and even though I knew Renee Butler, I went on YouTube, I watched her videos. I was, I tuned in on words that she said that how she builds her business on relationships. I did my research. I researched the heck out of Renee Butler because I wanted to be ahead of, you know, I don't think Renee Butler took the time to research me. She's got 16 active listings right now, you know? So I took the time to research her. Um, and then when I walked into the house, I took, I took note of things in the house. Like I saw guitars, my son plays the guitar. So I started to immediately try to quickly establish rapport. Oh, you play the guitar and get conversation going. I didn't want to focus too much on the actual listing presentation. I just focused on them as people and a family and try to make those connections. But it, her being a teacher didn't come out to the very, very end of the, of the appointment. So that is so awesome. And that's advice that I, I give everybody, um, including my guys here, when you walk into a house at a listing appointment, look around, like seriously look around. There's always something that you can build rapport on, always, whether it's a musical instrument, 
a, a painting, mm -hmm. a, a basketball, a football, you know, there's always something. And that goes so far because what do we tend to do at listing presentations? We, we make it all about us. We make yeah. it all about us. We open up the book, the presentation, and that's it. There's no relationship. There's no rapport building. And people don't really realize that that's what actually makes the sale at the end of the day. It's, mm -hmm. it's building that rapport. It's finding something to relate with them about. I'm sure you and Renee had very competitive offerings, you know, um, and no offense to you, but she probably had a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know, you never know. So when I tell you that this rapport and this relationship and this trust building can seriously make or break your deal, I mean it because I've seen it happen numerous times. I've I've won listings over top agents as well, just simply because of that, just simply because of my personality, because I was real with them. Like, funny thing, I've, I've even straight up told people in appointments before, look, I'm not that person. I haven't sold as much as them. I haven't done as much as them, but I promise you, I feel something right here and I will be the hardest working person on your listing. You will not be disappointed with me. And... I won the listing that way, mm -hmm. you know, being open and honest, I'm not trying to be something that, that I'm not, but I do know what I have to offer. And once I know what they're looking for, I make sure I can, I can guarantee that I can deliver on that stuff, what they need, but then so much more that they couldn't have even imagined. Mm -hmm. Use that line in your appointments telling you.